بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي ونسلم على رسوله الكريم أما بعد When a person departs from this world and he enters the life hereafter then the only thing that will assist him will be his good a'mal his taqwa his worship his devotion to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his good deeds Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam says in a hadith Man batta'a bihi amaluhu lam yusri' bihi nasabuhu On the day of Qiyamah, the person whose amal keeps him behind his family lineage will not take him forward So for example on the day of qiyamah you have somebody who belongs to a very insignificant family lineage no respect at all for that family in this world but whilst in this world this person obeyed allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he believed in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and after believing in allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he carried out the commands of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala his ibadat devotions were perfect his muamalat dealings transactions his muasharat social life social behavior his akhlaq morals and characters were very sound and very good and all the time before taking any step before saying anything before doing anything he would first contemplate is what i am about to do is what i am about to say is the step i am about to take is it in conformity with the happiness of my creator or not and he would only do that he would only say that which would bring the pleasure of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he would stay away from every disobedience to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala everything that makes allah subhanahu wa ta'ala unhappy so despite belonging to a family which is looked down upon by the whole world which has no status whatsoever because in the eyes of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala this person is a muttaqi on the day of qiyamah he will go forward very quickly his family lineage will not keep him behind on the other side you have a person from the sayyid family from the family of our beloved nabi sallallahu alaihi wa alihi wasallam 
the most noble family. But the person does not believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He does not accept Iman. Or he believes in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but does not live his life according to the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. On the day of Qiyamah, his family lineage will not be able to take him forward. The one whose family lineage keeps him behind, one whose amal, whose practice keeps him behind, whose deeds keep him behind because of evil, the evil deeds keep him behind, his nasab, his family lineage will not be able to take him forward. After the liberation of Makkah Mukarrama, our beloved Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam instructed Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu to climb the roof of Kaaba and to call out the first adhan in the history of Islam after the liberation of Makkah Mukarrama. When Bilal radiallahu ta'ala anhu began calling out the adhan, it was a great honor. The Muhajireen, the Banu Quraysh, they were all standing below Bilal radiallahu anhu. The Ansar, they were all standing below Bilal radiallahu anhu. Around the Kaaba. And Bilal radiallahu anhu was standing on the roof of Kaaba and he is calling out the first Azhar in the history of Islam. What a great honor. Our beloved Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam said, Al-Mu'addinuna yawmal qiyamati atwaluhum a'naqan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will elevate the status of the Mu'addinin on the day of Qiyamah. Allah will raise their ranks on the day of Qiyamah. And when the Mu'azzin calls out the Azan according to the hadith of Abu Sayyid Khudri radiallahu anhu, then for as long as his voice reaches anything that comes in his way, stones, trees, houses, humans, jeans, animals, particles, everything will bear testimony for this person on the day of Qiyamah. So Bilal radiallahu anhu was given this great honor. So when he was calling out the Azan, some members of the Quraysh family, they were sat in one part of the vicinity of the Haram Sharif One of them said, could Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam not find anyone better than this black crow? Bilal radiallahu anhu was black in color. But if a person is black in color, that does not make him inferior. And if a person is white in color, that does not make him superior. Colors neither makes a person inferior nor superior. It is taqwa. It is God-fearing. It is connection with the Creator. 
it is good morals, good characters that makes a person superior. And it is evil, it is oppression, zulm, injustice that makes a person inferior. So this person said, could Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam not find anyone better than this black crow? The other one said, my father is very lucky that he passed away. He passed away before having to witness this day. That a black person is standing on the roof of the Kaaba and calling out the azan. My father is very lucky. So the third one said that I also wish to say something, but I fear that if I was to say something, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will inform Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam regarding our conversation. So he remained quiet. When Bilal radiallahu anhu completed the azan, by that time Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had revealed a verse to the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa And our Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recited this verse, Ya ayyuhannas, O people. Allah says, O people. So he's, Allah is talking to all the people. The humanity, O people. Inna khalaqnakum min zakarim wa unsa. Indeed we have created you from a male and a female. So whether you are black or white or brown, you belong, belong to the same male and the same female. Your father is one, your mother is one. So why should you despise each other? Why should one feel inferior and the other superior? Or why should one feel superior and the other inferior? You all belong to the same parents. We have created all of you from one male and one female, one father and one mother, Adam and Hawa, alayhim as-salatu wassalam. وَجِعَلْنَاكُمْ شُعُوبًا And we have distributed you, we have divided you into families and tribes. Why? لِتَعَارَفُوا So you are able to recognize each other. If everyone had the same color, if everyone looked the same, if everyone had the same height, same build, if everybody had the same family, same name, how would you recognize each other? So we have divided you into different tribes, different families, different nationalities, different colors, different faces. So that you are able to recognize each other. Not so that you may despise each other. And what is the element of superiority? Indeed, the most honorable amongst you is the one with most taqwa. The one who has the most taqwa is the most honorable in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If a white person has less taqwa and a black person has more taqwa, the black person is more honorable. And if the black person has less taqwa and white person has more taqwa, then the white person is more honorable. 
if an ajam, if an ajmi, if a non-Arab has more taqwa, an Arab has less taqwa, then Arab, then this ajmi, this non-Arab is more honorable. And if an Arab has more taqwa and non-Arab has less taqwa, then the Arab is more honorable in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And further Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ عَلِيمٌ خَبِيرٌ Allah is all-knowing, all-aware. So Allah is fully aware of who has more taqwa and who has less taqwa. So there is no point in you claiming superiority over one another. It is Allah who will decide on the day of Qiyamah. لَا تُزَكُّ أَنفُسَكُمْ do not purify yourselves. Do not say that I am clean, I am pure, I am very pious. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the most who has taqwa. And it is on the basis of taqwa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will decide on the day of Qiyamah. Inna Allah la yanzuru ila suwarikum wala ila ajsamikum walakin yanzuru ila qulubikum wa amalikum. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not look at your bodies or your faces. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at your amal, whether they are good or bad. And thereafter, if the amal are good, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at your intentions, whether the intentions are pure or not. Because of your color, you cannot be superior to anybody. You are red in color, you are white in color. In complexion you are black, you are brown. You cannot claim superiority over anybody else. Just because of your color, just because of your complexion. Yes, you can become superior through taqwa Allah. Through the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed this verse to him, وَأَنذِرْ أَشِيرَتَكَ لَقَرَبِينَ Warn those members of your family who are close to you. So warn the members of your family because they are very close to your relatives. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gathered together his family members. And thereafter he spoke to them collectively and also individually. And said, Ya Safiyata binta Abdul Muttalib. He said to his aunt, Ya Ammata Rasulullah, O the auntie of Rasulullah, O the auntie of the messenger of Allah, O Safiya, the daughter of Abdul Muttalib, Salini Mimmali Mashid. Ask from me whatever amount of wealth you want. Because in this world, if you ask for wealth, I may be able to give you. If I don't have, I may be able to ask somebody else. Borrow wealth from somebody and give it to you. In this world, I may be able to help you. As far as the hereafter is concerned, فَإِنِّي لَا أُغْنِي عَنْكِ مِنَ اللَّهِ شَيْئًا In the court of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I will not be of any avail to you from the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I will not be able to do anything for you. I will not be able to save you from the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ishtaru anfusakum min adabillah, aw kama qala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that buy yourself, buy yourself from the fire of Jahannam, from the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
What is the meaning of by yourself? By yourself means that give Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the price for buying yourself, for freeing yourself. Give him the price. So give Allah the price, buy yourself, free yourself. So that you remain no more a captive. And you do not have to go in the fire of Jahannam. And how do you buy yourself from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What do you give to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? You give ta'ah. You give obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You give obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you give obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in return you buy your freedom from the fire of Jahannam. And if you do not give this summon, if you do not give this price, price of obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you will not be able to acquire your freedom and you will have to go in the fire of Jahannam. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to Fatima, Ya Fatima tu, O Fatima, salini min mali mashiti. Whatever you want from my wealth, ask. Ask. I may be able to fulfill your desire in this world. But in the hereafter, فَإِنِّي لَا أُغْنِي عَنْكِ مِنَ اللَّهِ شَيْئًا I will not be able to do anything for you in the hereafter. مَنْ بَتَّى بِهِ عَمَلُهُ لَمْ يُسْرَيْ بِهِ نَسَبُهُ One whose amal, whose evil deeds keep him behind, he will not be able to go forward on the day of Qiyamah. So my friends, what we need to do is to worry about the life hereafter and make preparation. Make preparation so that when we leave this world, when we depart from this world, we depart with good amal. And when we leave from this world, when we depart from this world, we are empty of evil deeds. We are pure from evil deeds, from wrong deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all the tawfiq wa akhiru da'wana wa alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa laqibatu lilmuttakhin wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulihi sayyidina wa maulana muhammad wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار ربنا اغفر لنا وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم اللهم إنا نسألك علما نافعا ورزقا واسعا وعملا مقبولا وشفاء من كل داء اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى وجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم لا تؤمننا مكرك ولا تنسنا ذكرك ولا تهتك عنا سترك ولا تجعلنا من الغافلين ربنا لا تزق قلوبنا بعد إذ هديتنا وهب لنا من لدنك رحمة إنك أنت الوهاب اللهم إنا نسألك الأفو والعافية في الدين والدنيا والآخرة اللهم ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين وآخر دعوانا أن الحمد لله رب العالمين برحمتك يا رحمتك